of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
praise God, meeting disaster face to face. I want to start out this morning, witches, new agers on this line, you're never going to be happy until you ask Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior. You're never going to be happy running around here putting spells on people, because let me tell you something. Every time you take a dime, a dollar, to cast a spell on somebody, it's coming back to your family line. It's coming back to your children. It's coming back to your husband. If you got one, probably don't even have one. It's coming back to your relationship. Get saved today. Spare yourself this misery. You sitting down here, think you're tracking me, but Jesus wants you to be saved. You know what your alternative is? Spiritual death. Get saved or spiritually die coming up against a child of God. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. I thought about you tracking me. And I said, well, you know what? Maybe this is the only opportunity you will have to hear the truth. Get saved or wither up and die. That's your alternative. Don't say you haven't been warned when you die and meet Jesus. Nope, you won't even meet him. Sorry. Not only will you not meet him when you die, you are in you are actually living hell on earth right now. Sheol hell. You living in hell. And the reason that you tracking me is you want the light. You want light. You want peace. You want joy. But you're never gonna get it doing what you're doing, living like you live it. And you ought to thank God you're alive. So that's my sermon for the witches today. And your power will fail against us. It won't even stand. You hear me? It won't even stand. And I'm getting kind of tired of talking to you. So you might want to change, repent, or get off this line. So, uh, once again, good morning, Caroline. How many of you were on here yesterday? It really scared me, to tell you the truth, afterwards. Because God had told me, he said, I told you, he told me, when I was asking him what was going on, he said, I'll show you. He said, I'll show you. How many of you know that within minutes, seconds of of we of me signing off, headline, all Google and YouTube crashed. Are you aware of that? It all crashed yesterday. You are, you were aware of that, right? And it stayed crashed for at least an hour. It was down for an hour. It scared me because, you see, I was thinking, okay, God, you know, I know you said you would show me. Now you're getting in the area of um, 
those guys I used to admire. You know, when the prophets, um, most of them dead now, but God would give them a message. I want you to fly to so-and-so. And when you get there, you will know that it's me because it's going to be a hurricane. Or, And sure enough, the minute the airplane wheels would touch the ground, it would be a hurricane or something. So that's what we experienced yesterday here at the Tehran. God said I should. And, and to confirm it, now this, I know you're not going to believe it, but I'm telling you the truth. See, God say, out of the mouths of one or two witnesses, everything will be established. And God had given about, even before that there's, you know, some some of you on this tagline, I'm really, we really flowing together. And God has spelled it out to them, Facebook, Google. YouTube, and I said, and, and when they sent me what God had given them, and then he, 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 remember, I told you yesterday, God said he only needed me to facilitate my mouth. I said it yesterday, and I didn't even know what I was saying, because he had already declared it and decreed it, and he'd already given another Headliner witness. And it happened. It happened. So that's why I'm telling you, I don't want you to miss out. I don't want you to miss out because there are some people on here that are flowing. We're flowing. Right? You see, there's only one Holy Spirit. And when you're in the flow, You and all the prophets that are hearing from God will be, you might be saying it differently, but it's the same message. And don't you think hurricanes and things like that happen without God forewarning somebody? The Bible says he does nothing before uh, revealing it to his prophets. They get it. You're supposed to get it. Are you getting it? And I mean, I ain't talking about this, you know, lying prophet that after something happened, they'll come up and say this, that, the other. They just lying. They lying. They be lying. I don't think they want to be liars, but the Bible says you prophesy out your own heart. There are people that prophesy out their own heart. Well, what do I mean by that? All of you on here that just got saved, I might be talking a little bit over your head this morning. But you'll catch up if you want to, if you want to study and, and um, you know, if you really want to know, you'll catch up. Or maybe even exceed us, me. That's the way it's supposed to go. Anyway. Uh, God is a revealer, you know. You know Jesus because you received the revelation of him, the revealing. He's he's revealing, a revealing God. He keeps on revealing himself. 
But you gotta you you can't live in a closed up world. You gotta read. You gotta uh, keep yourself abreast so that God can keep you abreast. That means you know I'm not saying. Just be aware. Be aware. It's just like somebody on this um, headline. God told me to give you a warning. There's somebody on this headline, and there's somebody on your job. They are, you're not discerning them. They are looking you in your face. They are smiling at you. And they are 10,000 pounds of jealous of you. Now, the only reason the Lord is telling me to give you a warning, because it's not who you think it is. It is not a woman. It is a man. And you're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. You're doing a job so good. You're making them look bad. But it isn't an outward, uh, um, you're not making them look bad like on the outside. It's the conversation that's going on amongst the ones at the very top. See, you making them look bad, and, and, and I'm, I'm I'm just warning you. I'm warning you. Be careful on your job because they got some. They are conspiring. A little sabotage for you. You hear me? They want your job. They don't, you see, before you came, before you were there, the position was half done. It was flopped up. But you came in and you straightened it out and got it flowing in a, in a real good system and the company's actually making money. But the person that's jealous of you is not jealous of you because they're jealous of you because you're shining too much. Your light is shining too much. Be careful. Watch your back. Be careful. That's all I got to say to you this morning about this. Be careful. Because they're pretty, um, the Lord gave me the word, like, treacherous, meaning they ain't going to do nothing in your face. But they kind of constructed a little sabotage. And so, <laughs> praise God. Um, whenever God give me a word like that, of course, I'm looking at it for myself, but he didn't give me this for me. 
is for you and uh, the person that they conspiring against, you're a woman. You're a woman, they're a man, you know. But it ain't about gender, it's about status. You're making them look bad. You're making them look bad. Uh, okay. Ask God, who is she talking to? <clears throat> who is she talking to this morning? You know. Take a minute. Look at your job situation. Look at your job situation. But it's not. It's not. It's not. A, a, um. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a woman. I know that for a fact. It's not a woman. It's not a woman. I wish I God would. No, I don't wish, but thinking maybe God would give me the name of the man. That would help. But I don't have his name. I'm gonna play this song. Maybe I'll get the name of the person. When I was just a young boy, on the back of my daddy's real estate business card were the words, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? I can't say I knew what it meant back then, y'all, but I sure do now. Father God, I am clay in your hands. I want to stay that way through all life's demands. Cause they chip and they nag and they pull at me. And every little thing I make up my mind to be. Like I'm going to be a daddy who's in for And I'm going to be a husband who stays legit. And I pray that I'm an artist who rides above. The road that is wide and filled with self. Everything that I see draws me. Though it's only in you that I can truly see. That it's a feast for the eyes, a low flow to purpose. And I'm a little kid in the
and traps for any man, woman, or God that is trying to oppose the perfect will of God for the life of a believer, for them to. Because then the treacherous ones, but the treacherous ones who love darkness, look, look at this, Proverbs 2.2.2. 2, 2. It says, but the treacherous ones who love darkness will not only lose all they could have had. Now, can you imagine when God says um, that he, he could give you above all you can think? The treacherous ones who love darkness will not only lose all they could have had, they will lose even their own souls. Brothers and sisters, this is what I want you to think about this morning. Because we got to repent. How many times have you told a lie? Abraham did. Just to just to avoid some pain or some extra work or something unpleasant. Isaac did too. They lied. <clears throat> but God forgave them. Um, sometimes, you know, we don't realize we have this stuff hanging over us. And we think, well, nobody knows about it. But your soul knows. The cells in your memory know. That means that God knows. So I got a little job for you this morning. <clears throat> I want you I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to say, Lord, today I want you to fix me. I want you to fix me today. As I confess, even those times when I, I thought that, you know, I could get away with something because don't nobody didn't nobody know about it. Or like like, you know, I used to when I was in the army, I used to cuss like a sailor. And the reason I, I started cussing is because I never cursed. I, ne I never cursed growing up. I mean, my, my daddy and my mom, they just wasn't going to have that. I didn't want to do it anyway. And the first time I said a curse word, I was an adult in the Army. And it felt so good. <laughs> I just started cussing like a sailor. And even now, I have to catch myself sometimes. That's why I know I ain't fully delivered. I'm working on it. Because sometimes, you know, when when that anger just creep up on me or so I do, I, I just, and sometimes I even say, man, you know, I really would like to cuss you out. That is wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. 
I had completely gotten rid of that cussing demon for a long time. But this morning, I want the Lord to fix me completely. I, I don't want any more defiling words to come off my tongue. I don't want them even forming in my mind anymore. So I want the Lord to fix me. I want him to sanctify my tongue. I want him to sanctify my thoughts. You know, I don't even want, I want to, I don't, I want to stay above any kind of profanity. You know, and then, you know, I was in the whiskey business and I was in the beer business and that custom stuff just fit in. Today, I, I don't want any profanity coming off my tongue ever again. I need the Lord to fix me. Where do you need the Lord to fix you at this month? I, I want you to fix me, Lord. Hey. gave up drinking a long time ago. I never smoked cigarettes a day in my life. Never had a problem with drugs, but I probably could drink you under the table with beer. And uh, and I drank a lot of whiskey, but I never got drunk. So if I ever became an alcoholic, I would have been in big, big, big trouble. And I knew that. But you see, that cussing, I need the Lord to fix me. Where do you need the Lord to fix you? Where can you be honest with the Lord at this moment? Do you have a lust problem? You need the Lord to fix you. If you have a lying problem, you need the Lord to fix you. You need him to come alongside you. He can do it. He wants to do it. You see, you want your weapons to work perfectly. You want your um, spirit man to be pure, as pure as it can be. That's why when you sin, you need to fix that real quick, you know. Even even when I made a mistake, you know, because I would always feel bad and say, God, please help me. Lord, fix me this morning. That's what I want you to say. Fix you. You ain't got no right point, no finger at nobody else. Me. I I want you to fix me, Lord. Fix me. 
vain imaginations and reasoning. It is time to change. But you know what? God can't even change you unless you in agreement to be in agreement with him. Because see, God says holiness. God's, God's calling. And I'm not talking about this uh, fake, sanctimonious religious stuff. I'm talking about real. Real. You see, we must come into the revelation and understanding that the biggest part of us is our spirit. Even although our spirit is the same size as our soul, and they both are the same size as our physical body, but our spirit can raise up bigger than our soul. It can raise up to the point that it exudes from our physical body. And and what does it exude? It it exudes Christ. It exudes God. And all these little things that we need fixing from, they actually are detractors. They take away. They take away from what our spirit is supposed to occupy. When you walk in the room, God walks in there. When you, wherever, even the person I'm telling about, you know, the that, that um, demon on their job, that demon has to come in, in into subjection to the spirit of God. If you love in the Lord with all your heart, your mind, your will, your soul, your strength, your might, but you can't do that. You can't do that if you got areas that are unsurrendered to a life of holiness, which is a life unsurrendered to God. I really want you to think about that when I, this morning. And I really want you to ask the Lord to fix you. You see, this warfare that we in, you can't win it in the, in, the, in the flesh. And you can't win it if your soul is not surrendered. Ain't that something? The way to win is to surrender. I told you the other day, the way up to God is down on your knees, on your face. But what happens is, even although your physical body is down, your soul is above the body, and your spirit man is reaching up to God. It's just awesome. But you need the Lord to fix you. I remember years ago, Joyce Meyer used to say, God can fix you everywhere you hurt. He can He wants to, but it doesn't come by you reasoning with him. It doesn't come by you quoting so many words that you work yourself up. Mm -mm. 
it comes to surrender. Surrender. So what am I saying to you? I want you to ask the Lord to fix you so you, some of you can't surrender. Because you are, you're too vain. You're too proud. And some of you too judgmental. You point the finger at everybody else and you're missing you the problem. God ain't going to bless you while you point for pointing the finger at somebody else. You go say, what about that beam? Not log, that beam in your own ideal with that first. What you going to say, fix me. Fix me. You see, you cannot surrender to God completely without surrendering holy. Why don't you ask God to fix you this morning? I'm serious about this. See, you need you need Jesus to fix you. Because you can't even get to God except Jesus fix you. Because when when you and I approach God, you see Jesus. You know that, right? You already know that. He sees the blood of Jesus. He sees us complete. Finished. He doesn't see you toe up. Why? Because he sent Jesus to finish you, the author and the finisher of your faith, Jesus. He sent Jesus to finish you. And me, all of us. And Jesus finishes us by filling us. Jesus fixes us, filling us. With what? Himself. Well, how does he do that? Through the, his own Holy Spirit fills you. Every inch of you that you allow it to, that it can. Fix me. Fix me, Jesus. Fix me this morning. That's, that's, that's your cry. Fix me. Fix me, Lord. Fix me. Fix me. Can you honestly say that to the Lord this morning? Whatever it is, fix me. This is what God wants from us this morning. Surrender. 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 God wants you to surrender this morning. It's not, it's not, it's not a game. It's an act of your will. Fix me. Fix me to the point I'm able to surrender. 
it's not about your vanity. It ain't about, it ain't really about who you are, none of that stuff. It's about who he is. And can you, can you, have you, have you humbled yourself? For real. You got to do it. And it has to be an act of your own will. Can you surrender? Can you surrender in that way this morning? Fix me.
I want you to give all of you to him this morning. And trust him to fix you. All to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him. In his presence I will live. All to Jesus I surrender. Save you, make me holy. Let me feel your Holy Spirit Truly know that you are mine All to Jesus I surrender All to Him I freely give I will ever love and trust Him And in His presence I will live, I surrender all, I surrender all, all to Jesus I surrender, Lord I give myself to Blessings fall on me. 
if from your heart you surrendered all, watch. Watch the rest of your day. Watch the rest of your life. He'll help you, keep you, bless you, and you won't even be consciously aware of it. It just start rolling in. I don't even know what to say. I want to say, I want to say something, but I can't. See you tomorrow.